unspoken issues. So we decided to do um, an image anniversary like celebration. We were going to do the first, the number ones of all the founders. My thinking was, well, Wetworks didn't come out until like two years later. So <laughs> 30th anniversary of all these books is this year. So I didn't read Wetworks. Just, that's fine. That, that's why I'm just explaining like why we're only going to have, you know, we're just going to let you talk about it basically. Right, uh, right, right. So I've never read Wetworks number one, although I would like to. I didn't read it for this. Will Sportacio was, I think, the last image founder to, to come on board or one of the last. I think him and Jim yeah. were basically the last as a, as a duo. And he had like a personal tragedy going on. And so his his first issue of What Works, I believe it came out in the summer of 94. So we're looking like two years later. Um, you are correct, sir. As a matter of fact, it came out July 4th, 1994, according to Mike's Amazing World of Comics. So tell me about What Works. I recognized uh, Wilson's work on The Punisher. Uh, but what I did not realize is that he was an X-Men artist as well. I don't know why I didn't, because I'm sure I've got a collection of some of his issues uh, that he did. When I was talking to Bailey, he was kind of educating me on, oh, yeah, you probably own some of the issues. And I was like, well, I don't recall his art. And then, do you know the cover to the first appearance of Bishop? Yes. Okay. Like Bishop is That's coming him. through the portal. That's Wills. Yeah, Wills did that cover. So I, I, The image I think of with Wills on Uncanny X-Men was the cover with Storm. I think where, maybe where it's the, raining. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He was doing the gold team and on uncanny X-Men and Jim Lee was doing the blue team on X-Men. Okay. All right. For a okay. few, for maybe, I guess for about a year or so before image launched. Like how many ads did I see for wet works prior <laughs> right. to, it took forever for this book to come out. Yeah. And, and uh, the image was known for having books late, but like, oh yeah. It got to a point where it was like, well, what works is never coming out, I it's guess. Never, it's never <laughs> Yeah. So imprint is Wildstorm. So this is part of the Wildstorm universe here. Here's the lowdown for what works. Number one, um, a troop of soldiers. Now I've got the number or the names of these soldiers. So I want to kind of run down this off the Wikipedia just so we know some of the names uh, as we go through this. There's Claymore, Crossbones, Dane, Dozer, Flattop, Grail, Jester, Pilgrim and Blackbird. Okay. Uh, now I can't remember if all of these characters, this is again, original series members straight off of the wiki. Some of these might've popped in afterwards, but the, the, when we open this issue, it, it's just a group of soldiers. Now are, when you see the cover to wet works, I mean, just off the top of your head, you see these soldiers, but what's unique about these soldiers? Uh, they look all like they're all gold plated. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, this issue starts out. That's not the case. They're just regular grunts that are out there. They're sent to uh, Eastern Europe to eliminate a possible biological threat. Once on the ground, they infiltrate this enemy base. Uh, they find the enemy has kind of already been dealt with, and they follow this trail of destruction to a lab that turns out is holding some type of like advanced liquid biotech. All right. Now, as the team inspects, inspects these big vats of this stuff, a gunman hiding from a vent shoots one of the vats of liquid and it, ex it kind of pops a, a hole into it and this stuff sprays out onto one of the soldiers. So Claymore gets covered by this stuff. And I mean, he, it, it's just like, it's basically like you said, it's completely turning him golden to where it's actually covering his mouth and he has to will. He, he notices that he's kind of like, it's a, uh, a symbiote where yeah. 
he can he's communicating with it so he, he has to will it to open up a mouth so he could breathe uh, a hole for his mouth so he could breathe but he does that and then what he realizes he's kind of sitting there he's like oh crap you know i'm uh, you know this is this is really neat the whole, the whole team around him is amazed at what happened and then some enemies come in and they start opening fire now as they're unloading their guns the bullets are bouncing off of them so he finds out you know claymore realizes he's bulletproof then the soldiers like lay they lay to waste these these enemies that have come in, uh, but they realize that they're, they're having a really hard time killing them. Like they, they shot them, but they're still moving. They, they, and <laughs> one guy's like, okay, it's, I, I actually had to, because I, I the, the one I got, I had to chop the head off of them in order to quit, get them to stop squirming. So they're really having a tough time killing these enemies. That's when the leader, I wish I could remember his name. I, I'm sure I've got it here. I think it's, uh, that's Dane. So Dane uh, says, Hey, you know, this is not right. I don't know what's going on here. Let's get out. So they got to try to, they start to evac, but they realize they're not going to be able to fight their way through all these enemies that are heading into the facility. Meanwhile, Claymore's having no problem. He takes off. He is dispatching these bad guys left and right, but then he realizes he's left his team behind. Uh, so he gets ready to turn around and go get them when the team comes out of the lab and they're all covered in gold. So they've all decided to follow Claymore's lead and they can see, well, hey, if he's living, I'm going to take care. I'm going to put that <laughs> stuff on me, too. So now we've got these super soldiers that are impervious to bullets and they have draped themselves in the biotech symbiote. So now this is the point where Dane realizes they've been set up. You know, like I said, they get in there. Everything's kind of like open for them. This whole thing has been a setup. We kind of follow some of the stuff that's going on in Washington, D.C. as they sent this team in. I don't know if they were trying to get them killed, but they weren't working in the team's favor. But I don't mm. think they were planning on them finding this symbiote either and covering themselves with it. Uh, when they when they realize they've been set up, the team activate the charges to blow this facility into the air. And then they're going to go to Washington, D.C. and face the ones that have put them <laughs> there. Uh, now, as this, the suits in uh, Washington scramble to prevent them from getting there, they send some warships to kill the team. So at this point, by the time we catch up with the team, they're already heading into, they're trying to get to Washington, and uh, these these suits up there are like, no, you're not, and they send a bunch of warships out there. So the warships are about ready to kill these guys, but one of the captains turns its own guns of its warship on the other warships. Hmm. And soon you see well, she reveals herself to be wearing a gold symbiote suit as well. And we find out that her name is Mother One. So she comes out. She's like, hey, Colonel Dane, we're on the same team. I need your help. You've got to help me. And Dane's like, well, what do you need my help for? We appreciate we appreciate what you did. What, <laughs> what do you need me to do? You've got to help me fight the vampire warriors of the night tribes. OK, now. The, it's not like at the beginning we see and we know that these baddies are vampires. Yeah. But at the end, we get this small epilogue where we see a night tribe who's led by this prince and they're kind of inspecting the damage of that laboratory. And they realize that this golden symbiote that they had developed is now gone and they're mad. They are swearing <laughs> vengeance on humanity for what's happened. So that I think what they had said is that they were going to use that to cover themselves so they could continue to live because humanity has been poisoning the air and it's pollution. I'm sure it probably helps them out. Maybe it protects them from the sun as well. That's pretty much the end. We get introduced to most of the team. It's not an in-depth introduction. I think the most you learn, I mean, maybe Colonel Dane is probably the one you get the most uh, time with in the book. 
you're definitely introduced to the whole team. You're definitely introduced to probably what the main story is going to be. It's going to be this Wetworks team fighting off along with Mother One, taking direction from Mother One and fighting these vampire warriors. No werewolves yet. (laughs) Apparently that's going to be a thing. (laughs) But we got vampires, and at some point we're going to have werewolves in this book. And, uh, you know, we got Wetworks kind of stuck in the middle trying to do what they can. Interesting concept. Yeah, yeah, it is. I've never read the first issue of Wetworks until, you know, a couple days ago when I did this for this show. Mm. Who's listed as the writer? The writer, well... So writers are Wills Portacio and Brandon Choi. That's what they gotcha. have here. Penciled by Wills Portacio, inked by Scott Williams, J.D., Rich Johnson, and John Teague. Lettered by Bill Oakley and colored by Joe Chiodo. Uh, so there you go. That is the that is the creative team for Wetworks number one. So, all right. Enjoyed a lot of the Wildstorm stuff. Yeah, he did. Uh, definitely some Wildstorm names in there. But uh, as far as a good book, you know, if if we if this would have been in my ranking, I probably would have put this in the latter half mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, it was okay. Again, the hype of Wetworks, there was a lot of hype, and then we <laughs> waited so long to get. Yeah, it was never going to live get. up to that. It just wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't going to happen. That brings this episode to a close, but make sure to come back tomorrow and catch us as we count down our personal rankings of the Image Founders' number one issues from their respective launch titles. Who will be number one? Don't miss it. Uh, uh, uh.